The sun is shining in Las Vegas, Nevada. Hello again, everybody. This is Harry Carey. That's the most asinine marketing I've ever heard of. Live. Bryant sends one to deep left. Way back. It is gone. A three-run homer. In the entertainment capital of the world. Didn't matter what the count was. It's the T.C. Martin Show. Time to get your daily prescription from the doctor. Oh, my goodness. That's the longest home run to center field we have seen in this ballpark. T.C. Martin. Way back in my feet, it could be. Cobweb, cobweb, cobweb. Holy cow. Look at the left fielder. He has the ball in the end. He has that one. And here comes the cobweb out on the field. is now in. Hour number two, live from the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas. No better place to be on the Las Vegas Strip than here. Whether it's the gaming, the sports book, the dining options, the food galore, fantastic. Get over here to the Cosmopolitan Las Vegas and check it all out. If you like steak, STK is the place to be. Or you want the food court up there, it is fantastic. As well, Block 16 on the second level here at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. We are here along with Ballpark Frank, VGK Frank, Brian Benowitz, here inside the sportsbook powered by William Hill. And no better time for you to get involved in the William Hill mobile app as well, too. Download the app and get yourself a free $50 when you deposit into a new account. So get signed up, download the app on your phone, come over here to the Cosmopolitan or any of the William Hill Sportsbook properties throughout the state of Nevada. Deposit $50, use the promo code TC50, and you'll get $50 in your account for free. So do that. It is the William Hill mobile app. All right. On a Friday, it's a very, very busy weekend. We've got some great stuff happening here. We've got uh, college basketball uh, tonight, uh, full card coming your way on Saturday and Sunday as well, too. The NBA getting very, very interesting as well, too. And plus, we've got some UFC and some boxing uh, this weekend uh, as well. Australian Open, and of course, the Vegas Golden Knights are playing in Lake Tahoe up at Edgewood Golf Course for the as NBC is calling it, the NHL Outdoors at Lake Tahoe. Looking forward to that. So busy, busy weekend. Take your pick, whatever you like, not only to talk about it, but to bet on it as well here too. Yeah, it's a, you know, there's no such thing as a downtime or a dead time in sports anymore. There might be some times that aren't as much, but uh, yeah, this weekend is absolutely packed with a lot of different stuff here. And of course, you can check out all the action right here at the Cosmopolitan Race and Sportsbook. Like TC said, get that William Hill app and uh, make your wagers. Do it from the comfort of your living room, or if you're going out and about, do it anywhere here in the state of Nevada. But uh, I'm looking forward to some of the fights on the UFC card. I know you're looking forward to the boxing. And, of course, I think we're all looking forward to the, the hockey games. Not just because of the hockey games, but when these guys play in these outdoor games like this, 
it, it seems like they play like they're little kids again. They, they have a different excitement. There's a little extra pep in their step. They're excited to be out there. You don't know exactly what the conditions are going to be. Is there going to be wind? Is there going to be a little bit of snow? Is there going to be different things? The one thing that you do see a little bit, maybe you don't see all the crisp passing in that because the ice might get a little bit choppy or some different things. And I am curious to see what the condition of the ice is going to be. But you see all the kids again almost reverting back to their childhood days playing on the ponds or wherever they're from. And, and they just seem to have that extra excitement in there. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that as well. But, yeah, the, the one thing that we don't see uh, a lot of this weekend uh, for so many places is horse racing. And they're, they're canceling tracks all over the place because yeah. of weather all, the, all over the country. That is still a big factor. But you know what? No matter where you are, as long as you have electricity in that, you can always sit back and watch everything going on because there's a ton of it this weekend. That's true. All right. And, again, uh, the Golden Knights take it on the Colorado Avalanche at Lake Tahoe on the Edgewood Golf Course. And a lot of people are familiar with that golf course and that event, the uh, Century Classic that's been going on for nearly 20 years on that golf course. The Celebrity uh, Pro-Am is a fantastic event. And uh, it's because of the success of that event, that is exactly how this game Saturday between the Golden Knights and the Avalanche, why it's taking place, and then also the Bruins and the Flyers playing on Sunday because they were looking for an outdoor venue. They couldn't have the Winter Classic like they traditionally have on the uh, January the 1st because of no fans and you know didn't want to go through the whole big stadium thing. And they said, hey, we still want to have an outdoor game. So because uh, NBC has had this great relationship with Lake Tahoe, specifically Edgewood Golf Course, they went out there and said, hey, uh, let's look at this place and see if we can put an ice rink. They've never done it before. And again, I'm very familiar with that course, and I can picture it uh, right now, how, what they're doing here. And they're putting the ice rink on the uh, 18th fairway. And uh, we've already seen some pictures of the Golden Knights uh, sent out, as well as uh, Brian Salmon, our good friend, who's back there with News 3 and a lot of our other uh, television media guys that are back there as well. And the pictures look fantastic. I know the uh, NHL sent some stuff out as well, too. So I'm really looking forward to this. And not only because it's picturesque and it's going to be beautiful right there on Lake Tahoe, but we got a heck of a hockey game as well, too. And the Golden Knights, you know, the top team in the West right now and uh, arguably the second best team in the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah, and, and, and of course, like we've talked about before, too, there are the two games this weekend, and Boston-Philadelphia is a pretty nice matchup as well. So I'm actually looking forward to, to both of those games there, and I'm not as familiar as the course as you, with the course as you are. I have been up to Tahoe, but uh, I was basically sitting by the driving range doing shows uh, years ago and didn't really get to walk around the course as much, but I've certainly seen a lot of it on television, and it seems like the players always love it up there, and, you know, there's going to be some familiarity. I'm, I'm sure that some of these guys that are are possibly playing in this um in these games if they haven't played in that tournament they've probably been up to tahoe in the off season and done some golfing there so yeah j just an exciting thing uh, yet like i say the one thing that i'm curious about is what is the condition and the shape of the ice going to yeah. be we saw them last night you know they showed on the news where they're trying to get it in shape and everything but you know it is a kind of uh, strange scenario they say that it's going to be like 36 maybe a high of 39 or something yeah. so will the ice be a little bit slushy will they have to freeze it a little bit more will it get choppy afterwards but the thing is both teams are going to be playing on the same surface it's the two best teams in the division Colorado and Vegas one and one on the season this is the rubber match up to this point but these two teams are going to play eight games this season and they're playing for the number one seed because you want that number one seed. Because if you're the number one seed in the division, then you get to play the fourth seed. If not, 
you're probably going to play St. Louis in that first round. You don't want to have to play St. Louis and either Vegas or Colorado, depending on which team it is. So it, it's a big game for that. It's bragging rights, and Colorado's now got a couple games under their belt after missing some because of COVID. Theodore's back for Vegas, so I'm expecting a good game, and we've had two one-goal games so far. Wouldn't surprise me if we have another one. This is a game that I might not want to bet the puck line on if I'm wagering on it. <laughs> no doubt about it. Huh? We talked last hour about the outdoor stadiums and they've played in some very unique historic venues i mentioned wrigley field and fenway park that game at wrigley field yeah. was crazy my best friend actually went to that he they, they had a lottery for tickets because there was such a gigantic demand i think only like one in every 10 people he had him his sister like five or six members of the family he was actually lucky enough to get a pair and i still think that might be the first time in my life that i've seen an nhl game where one of detroit's goals was actually wind aided Detroit took the puck behind their net, the wind was behind them, and I believe it was Datsuk just flew through everybody, just knifed through the entire defense and went down and got a breakaway goal, but the wind was actually behind his back and he used that to his advantage. And that's the kind of thing that you don't see unless it's an outdoor game. Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, City Field, Citizens Bank Park, Nats Park, Bush Stadium, we talked about that. Notre Dame has hosted uh, the Big House in Michigan. We mentioned the very first Winter Classic. Was John, John Merrill, former oh. Golden Knight, had some goals at the Big House. There you go, yeah. Ralph Wilson Stadium in Buffalo was the very first one. Gillette Stadium, the Cotton Bowl. What is your thoughts when, when you look at those outdoor venues? Do you enjoy the games, or do you think, like I said, okay, there's just too much... That, that needs to to go right for this game to uh, to for guys to skate smoothly in this night because you always have to deal with with winter you have to deal with snow you got to deal with wind again uh, we've even some seen some rain uh, and now they're talking about sunshine we have to deal with because the sun could be melting the, the ice uh, and they're a little bit worried about that for Sunday afternoon do you prefer watching an outdoor game or like you said earlier it's like okay we've seen this now going about 20 years do we need to keep doing this um, well, they're going to keep on doing it because they have sponsors and TV likes it and there's certain it's fan bases. It's marketing, and, yeah. and certainly, like, this right. is the Golden Knights the first time they're playing in one, so they're excited. I, I liked it more when they didn't play as many of them. Like I say, that one year when the Super Bowl was in New York and they had three games, three outdoor games just in New York, and then I believe uh, the Kings and Sharks played up in San Jose, and so I know some friends that went up to there, and, you know... I like it more when it's in one of the iconic venues, you know, when it was at Wrigley Field, if it would be at Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, things like that. But, you know, even something different, like when there's 103,000 fans at the Big House. I'm not a big noted, uh, a Michigan fan, but, you know, that's a great place to, to, to have it just because of that and the ambiance and things like that. I like it when it's special. If there's four or five in one season, I don't think it's a special. If there's one in the United States and one in Canada, like we, you know, the original plan kind of was or whatever, then there's still special games. I think they should be standout, standalone games, like this one is this year. It's at Tahoe. They're building a rink just for it. I think that makes it special and different. Yeah. But if they did this every other weekend, or if they did half a dozen of them this year, half a dozen of them this year, then I think it leads to that special. It's still special for the teams playing, but as an overall fan, then I'd rather kind of just see the games in the arena and the stadium that. And as far as the wind and snow in that, sometimes it's kind of fun. When you're watching right. an NHL hockey game and you see snow actually falling on the yeah. ice, it's kind of cool because it's so different. Yeah. And you wonder from the injury factor, though, as well, too. Like you said, you know, putting, putting a, a rink and putting it together for the first time on a golf course and in some of these outdoor venues, again, you're, you're dealing with a lot of uncertainty. I would think as a player, 
some of these guys may be a little, um, a little nervous about stepping on this ice. I don't know if they're going to be nervous. I think they're going to be more excited because they've played on this kind of stuff their whole lives growing up wherever they were from. But, yeah, I mean, there is that factor of, you know, you could hit a bad spot on the ice or something could happen where there could be an injury or something like that. But you certainly can't have that mindset in there because if you play and you're leery or something like that, then you're more likely to get hurt, as we know. But, you know, I think for the most part, instead of being nervous, I think there's just excitement. Because, again, they're going back to when they were 8 years old, 10 years old, 12 or whatever, playing pond hockey, going out there, when they were dreaming of playing the NHL, and now they are in the NHL, and now they're actually getting to play a game like this. So I, I don't know that nerves will be part of it. Nerves might be part at the beginning because they want to perform well and because they are playing the other top team in the division. But overall, I think it's more excitement than nerves. All right, we'll look forward to that. The Golden Knights taking on the Colorado Avalanche at Lake Tahoe Edgewood Golf Course tomorrow at 12 noon on NBC. And then again, another game on Sunday with the Bruins and the Flyers. And you make an interesting point, too, about with the travel. And, you know, we're... You know, we're, we have this condensed schedule, and you're playing the same opponents over and over. And to see the Bruins and the Flyers travel all the way to Lake Tahoe, that is a little bit unusual. But it's, by, it's, by far the most travel either one of those teams will do this year. Yeah, yeah. So, but but pretty cool. There you go. And you're not just talking about one game; you're talking about two games. You know, over the course of the weekend as well, too. So, good stuff. The news that we've been talking about the last couple of days, I want to touch upon it again because there is more news coming out with Carson Wentz. Uh, the Eagles have agreed to trade Carson Wentz to the Colts. Philly gets a 2021 third-round draft pick. That's the 85th overall and a conditional second-round pick, and that could turn into a first-rounder depending on if Carson Wentz gets to uh, take at least 75% of the offensive snaps as the Colts quarterback. So the Eagles are taking a huge cap hit here, $33.8 million. That is the largest dead cap hit of any team ever taken for a player. So um, we know this has been much scrutinized. This has just been a year in flux for the Philadelphia Eagles when they going back when they drafted Jalen Hurts out of Oklahoma with the early second round pick. Uh, the writing was on the wall that there could be some controversy and this whole season played out that way exactly where Carson Wentz was looking over his shoulder and the moment he got himself into you know, a little trouble or disfavor uh, with Doug Peterson. There, there was Jalen Hurts. Uh, they always tried to say the right thing early on. Well, Jalen's going to come in. He's going to have a certain package, and he'll play maybe six or seven snaps a game. And that's pretty much what we saw until Wentz really started struggling. The team started struggling. And then next thing you know, that, that Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, was the man. Now, that was pretty interesting. Before this trade went down, uh, earlier in the week, we heard that Jalen Hurts was contacting a lot of the Philadelphia Eagles receivers and working out with them privately. And then here's Carson Wentz saying, well, I guess uh, they really are going to try to move me. And that's exactly what happened as uh, the Eagles traded him to the Colts. So the news that we're hearing now today is that Wentz wasn't even talking to Doug Peterson over the last few weeks. Yeah, which is really weird, too, because, like you mentioned, uh, you know, Carson Wentz, they obviously gave up on him, but then Peterson, I thought he just handled that situation absolutely horribly. I don't know that you could get it worse from the head coach. So, obviously, I mean, that's when maybe Jalen Hurts was like, well, these two aren't even talking to each other, so this is going to be my team, even if it's not this year. So, you know, he's trying to get everybody in place. But you mentioned that big cap hit there. That's not only a gigantic cap hit for any team, that's a big cap hit if that guy's playing for you. Mm -hmm. To have that against your cap, <laughs> right. it kind of handicaps 
Jalen Hurts and the rest of the team this year because you're paying that much money for somebody who's not on the roster, mm -hmm. who you know isn't even a backup. He's never taken a snap. He's not getting a game at all. So it is a, it's a strange situation there. Uh, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, it, it, the good news for him is that he's obviously the quarterback of the future for them. They're looking to get him in there. He doesn't have to look over his shoulder. But that's a lot of, you know, you're looking now and you're seeing, oh, this team just cleared $19 million in cap room, or this team, cleared, you know, you're trying to clear cap room and get more to bring people in. They've kind of put themselves behind the eight ball right after start with a $33 million hit of a guy that they know literally isn't going to be playing one down. The Colts are going to assume the balance of Wentz's $128 million extension, including the $10 million guaranteed roster bonus that is going to be due to him on March the 19th. So... Uh, this is going to be, be crazy, and I think it, it is a, a good thing for the Colts. I mean, the money's horrible. And again, Carson Wentz is going to have to outperform his contract. I don't know if he's capable of being able to do that. I don't but, know if he's capable of living up to the contract that's, without that's outperforming it. Exactly, exactly. But the good thing is he's going to a, a good situation. He's going to a ready-made playoff team. And is he going to be an upgrade for Phillip Rivers? I have no idea, but I know that they've got – you know, Marlon Mack in the backfield. You got T.Y. Hilton, a wide receiver. You got a very, very strong defense. And again, when you have a quarterback and a coach that has that type of chemistry, which obviously Carson Wentz didn't have, I guess, with Doug Peterson, we're finding out now, but he's got it with Frank Reich, who was the offensive coordinator early on in his career. This, this could be a good thing for the Colts. But I just don't, I've never really believed in Carson Wentz, so I'm not sure if he is going to have himself a great season in Indianapolis. Well, again, it's good news for Carson Wentz on the fact that he's not looking over his shoulder anymore either. They brought him in here. They think he's the quarterback that uh, you know that he was a few years ago when people were saying that he was a pro ball caliber type of quarterback. But the bad news for him now is there's no more excuses. Like you said, he does have talent out there. He's got a good running back. He's got a decent line in front of yeah. him. Now it's time to perform and get results out of it. You saw what Phillip Rivers did last year. He made a successful run for the most part for the season. We know that Phillip Rivers historically hasn't gotten it done necessarily in the playoffs, but there's no more excuses. There's no more saying, well, you know, I don't have a good relationship with a coach or this problem or that problem or we don't have enough talent out there. They brought him in. They've absorbed the contract. They got him there for, for several seasons now. Now it's time for Carson Wentz to perform because if he doesn't, now it's like, okay, it's not on the Eagles, it's not on Peterson, it's not on somebody else. It's on you now. It's time to put up or shut up. And on the other side for Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, no drama. No one look, he is going to be the man. We'll see if he is up to that challenge. And again, they need a lot of help, though, on, on both sides of the football. But I am happy for Jalen Hurts that he's uh, going to get uh, his opportunity. And he's a very mature uh, young adult. So looking forward to that. And again, both teams kind of got what they want. Uh, Frank Wright got, got his guy with Carson Wentz, and the Eagles got rid of their drama, and they're going with a the guy they selected you know, in the second round last year's draft in Jalen Hurts. And if you're a fan of either team, you're hoping that it works out for the best, mm -hmm. but remember that old adage, be careful what you ask for. Well, all right. <laughs> all right. We've got our guy, Brian Salmon, who is on the scene in Lake Tahoe, Edgewood Golf Course. He is joining us now from the scene in Lake Tahoe. What is up, B. Sal? My guy. DC. What's up, Brian? What's going on, guys? How you doing, Brian? And we're doing great here from the Cosmopolitan, my friend. And uh, I, I, I love the Cosmopolitan. But as you know, man, I, I love Lake Tahoe, where you're standing right now. Uh, I, I kind of wish I was there, man, to, to hang out with you and see some great hockey this weekend. You want to be up here so you can feel this 
massive wind gusts that are going through or the, the sleet and rain and snow in the 30-degree temperature? Like, that's what you're looking for? No, I'd be there for the food. I'd be there for the food. You better go into that Edgewood Clubhouse, my friend, because they got some great food there, and they're right there at Harvey's and Harris and some great restaurants. So remember that, okay? When it's really cold and no, windy, you know, go get some hot chocolate. You know what? I concur with that. Yeah, last <laughs> night we actually ate atop the steakhouse that is in Harris, so and it was good. We oh, it's the best? Good. It's up at the top, and oh, you yeah. can oversee everything. Outstanding. I hope you have some French onion soup, because they have a great onion soup there, my friend. <laughs> I'm telling you. Did you really just say you hope that I had the French onion soup? Absolutely. It's, one, it's one of the best of all time. I'm telling you. It's, you have a great steakhouse up there. You called it. It's, it's fantastic. Now, if you want to change it up, then you go down to the ground floor across the street at Harvey's, all right, and there's another fantastic okay. steakhouse there. So, again, I'm, I'm sending you tips right now, my man. Okay, well, we actually tried to go to that one first, but uh, we didn't have a reservation. I told them I knew T.C. Martin and Frank the Tank, and they were like, I'm oh, sorry, that's not going to help you guys get in. We can't let you eat here, so wait a minute. Up going to the wait a minute. I know the Mater D there. I know the Mater D Bob upstairs there at Harris, okay? <laughs> and if you would have talked to Bob. No, no, I'm talking about the one at. Harvey's. Oh yeah, Harvey's. yeah. I don't, I don't know the, I don't know that guy over there. There you go. I, I've never been in that particular <laughs> casino. So yeah, my, my, my <laughs> name, my name might get you down in the bottom of the list or just kicked off altogether. Outstanding okay, stuff, okay. man. That's good stuff. Take care, no wait. out. Give us the scene there, man, because we're very curious. We've seen some pictures on what this looks like. So I mean, you flew in Thursday night. Uh, you've been there today. Uh, give us a sense what you're looking at. All right, well, first thing I'm going to do is do a quick shameless plug. Is uh, For anyone who's listening yes. that has Twitter, go to Brian News 3 lv B-R-Y-A-N News 3 lv because I have some videos on there of when I first walked down to the 18th Green at Edgewood. You can actually see the rink. You can see the water on Lake Tahoe. It's a cool – actually, there was a, a rainbow that was going on at that time. So it, looked, it looks really picturesque. It's dope. So go check that out. But, yeah. We went down to the ice today. It was, it's sick, man. Like, it, it's really, really cool. You got mountains in the background that are snow-capped. You've got water. You've got a beach. And you got a hockey rink just plumped right on the grass on the 18th hole. Like, it, it's crazy. It, it is really, really nice out there, man. It's, uh, it's made for television. People are going to be treated to uh, some wonderful views and hockey on Saturday. No doubt about it. And when you, when you look at the way the, the ice is set up, I mean, it looks pretty nice and pretty pristine, I'm, I'm sure, right now. And we know that with a lot of these stadiums, when they have the winter classics and these big stadiums, you see a bunch of you know, empty space and empty area. And I know there's no fans here this year, but uh, kind of describe about how they've set the rink up there where maybe you won't see a whole bunch of empty spaces because it's going to be up against some trees in, in, in the lake there, right? Well, not the way they have it. Okay, so on one side, which is where the cameras will be, which is where um, there's a, a few, there's a little bit of seating. There's not a whole lot of seating for people right. to watch anyway. Right. So on that side is uh, is facing the rink, and the backdrop of the rink is the water and the mountains and everything else. Right. So you will never see stands or fans or anything like that from all the different angles what you're going to see is the backdrop of lake tahoe in edgewood which is i mean it, it's going to look so crazy on camera uh you won't see like empty seats and, and oh no stuff like right that. right yeah yeah that's it's, yeah oh 
and which is way better than, like you said, than it being in a stadium. It's already a structure that's already sitting there. You know what I mean? So it's, it's completely different than what it is here, man. It's, I can't wait to see what it looks like on television because we're not, we don't have seating. You know what I mean? Like, unfortunately, with the whole COVID and everything else, media doesn't necessarily, we don't have seating like a press box or a press area that we get to watch the entire game. We're only going to be able to watch like 10 minutes of the game in person. Okay. Okay, well, that's kind of interesting there, and I I just hope that you have a a little rain protector or something for your laptop while you are out there if you said that it's uh, maybe the weather could be a condition with uh, the gust and everything. But when it does come to seeing it on TV, obviously they can only see it right here locally on Channel 3. Ah, how cool is that? Yeah, yes. you can only watch it on Channel 3. And then after, immediately following the game, we're having a like a 30 to 45-minute post-game show. Where we'll have like reaction from the players. Hopefully the Golden Knights win for, for VGK fans in Las Vegas. You get a chance to hear your players talk about the game, the experience, and everything else. And we'll, we'll also have some pretty cool stories, like some stories on the uniforms. Um, I did an interview today with Mike Tirico that we'll have – portions of in that show as well man so it, it was it, it, it's going to be a great show after the game but the game is definitely uh you know the the the, the feature attraction was going on on saturday for sure brian salman joins us from news three and he's in lake tahoe getting ready to uh cover the uh golden knights in the colorado Al- colorado avalanche the nhl outdoors he, at lake tahoe I'm I, I'm I'm slobbering all over the place here because I'm so excited, man. I'm, I'm still thinking about you at Friday Station last night with that stake overlooking Lake Tahoe yeah. and overlooking Edgewood, man. <laughs> that ribeye, man, was good. Jesse got himself some lamb chops, and I got a taste. I got a chance to taste his. I'm not even gonna lie. His lamb chops were better than my ribeye. My ribeye was good. Oh, see, there you go. I was gonna ask you now: Is Channel Three picking up the tab for this? Well, I mean, we have to eat, you know what I mean? So, and that was, that was literally what was open. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, they, they, they pay for our meals, but it's not like it was a million dollars. You know what I mean? It wasn't a million dollars. It was, it was, it was price nicer. When it comes to the game itself, and I know that you don't really get to see the players like you knew doing normal seasons because everything is on Zoom and that, but what is the atmosphere as far as the players and that? Because from what I've seen, the interviews I've seen on the news on Channel 3 and other places as well, it seems like everybody, all the players, are absolutely just ecstatic to be playing in this game and getting that outdoor game and against a quality opponent like Colorado. Now, that, that's, a, that's a great... Uh, question, Frank. Um, the players, as you know, most of them are Canadian. Most of them have played on outdoor rinks and, and uh, on lakes and different water water um, masses in in, uh, in Canada. So they're used to this. Mark Stone even said he's used to playing where it's like negative twenty, <laughs> negative twenty. So like it being thirty degrees out here, forty degrees is like nothing. It's like man, this is nothing. Like what are you talking about? It's a heat wave. So, but what, exactly, exactly. But today they talked about what it looked like and just, you know, just seeing it for the first time and what the experience was like for practice. And all of them, to a man, were amazed. I mean, they loved it. They loved it. They thought it was great. This is funny. So um, uh, Pete DeBoer and a lot of the Golden Knights players, they're trying to get one of the coaches to actually walk over to the beach and go in the water. They're trying to round up a pool and see how much money it would take 
to get one of the coaches to jump in the water. And uh, they couldn't round up enough money, but uh, they're having fun with it, man. Like, they're, they're enjoying this experience to the max. But then, if I can keep just rambling on, but then, you, you said it, they have a game. They're playing Colorado, man, a team that people are picking to win the West Division. It's a team that they're one and one in this four-game homestand. It's a team that they need to desperately win this game. It's not just a, a an outdoors game. It's a huge game for their season and their standing. So there's a lot going on on Saturday. Brian Salmon uh, joins us uh, from News 3. He is in Lake Tahoe covering the uh, Golden Knights in the Colorado Avalanche, which takes place uh, tomorrow. B. Sal, we got another game on Sunday as well, too. I know you're probably not going to hang around for that, but uh, the Bruins and Flyers are traveling cross-country as well. So uh, it's not just the Golden Knights and the Avalanche, but you, you got media outlets uh, from the East Coast as well in a place that you're very familiar with because you worked in the Boston area for many years. Yeah, no, that's pretty cool. How about this? So the last time that Boston had a Winter Classic game, they played against the Montreal Canadiens, the Habs, and I actually covered that game in Boston in Gillette Stadium. <laughs> so, so how crazy is that? So their next outdoor game, I'm, I'm not covering it. We're not staying, but yes, the Flyers and the Bruins in an outdoor game, national television, like, man, that's, that's crazy. So nationally, that's going to hit huge, but also... I mean, I talked to Mike Tarico about this. Nationally, think about the exposure that the Vegas Golden Knights are getting to the hockey world around the world. You know what I mean? Like, this is, it's just such a big, big game. And for it to be in Nevada slash California, because the line is all over the place, who knows where the line is at? Man, it, it's huge for, for all the teams involved in the NHL. This is truly like their Super Bowl this season during COVID. Well, you know, it's interesting, too, because it shows you the splash that the Vegas Golden Knights have made on the NHL and what the city yeah. of Las Vegas means to the league because there's still a handful of teams that have never played any outdoor game, and here Vegas in Season 4 is not only playing an outdoor game, they're playing an outdoor game where they're literally building a stadium for them to play it in. How bananas is that, though? I mean, like, when you just sit and think about it, it is crazy. They put a dang... NHL hockey rink on the 18th green at a golf course. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like they didn't put it on a football field out in the open, even if they didn't have a stadium around. They, didn't, they put it on a golf course next to a lake. I mean, it, it's just crazy that someone would even have that foresight to even think that, you know what, we should try to put a hockey rink here and do a game here. Like, who even thinks to do that? Like, I, I wouldn't even have that kind of creativity to even think about doing something like that. So, I mean, really, kudos and hats off to the NHL for doing that. And like you said, Frank, the Golden Knights have really made a name for themselves. Their brand has gone national. And you know, as well as I know, it's international. You remember the Pope. The Pope had a Golden Knights jersey. <laughs> they have a fan club of fans down in Australia that watch him every night because the Golden Knights sent them some gear and swag and that kind of stuff because they support him. You know, so they're not only watching the Australian Open down there. We're staying up later for <laughs> tennis fans, but in Australia they're staying up late to see the Golden Knights. <laughs> so crazy, so crazy what Vegas has done in four short years, uh, Frank and TC man. Like it, there's no way that anybody ever could have imagined that hockey would have blown up like it's blown up in Las Vegas with this team and just how good they are. They're just not a team. I mean, they're, they're good. They're, they're power ranking right now on ESPN if you go and check it. 
They're the third best team in all of the NHL. <laughs> That's crazy. So, so B. Sal, did you go th- uh, rummaging through the locker room, and did you make sure that the gold helmets uh, w- did not make the trip? Because there's people here at the betting window that said, hey, I- I'm going against the Golden Knights. I'm going to wear those gold helmets. But we said, I-, I don't think they're going to bring them out again. Number one, because they're wearing the retro red jerseys. That's not going to go with that, that, that funky gold. But no one wants to see those things. They're nothing but losers, man. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I-, I have to go back to my interview with Mike Tirico, man, because yep. I actually asked him about that. I asked him about the gold helmet. I asked him about the um, reverse retro jerseys. And he was like, man, Brian, you know, I love the reverse retro jerseys. I think it looks great. Excuse me. Their gold jerseys, I think it looks great. But those gold helmets, I do not like those. (laughs) (laughs) So he, he, he actually echoed your sentiment and mostly everyone's sentiment but me. I'm, I'm cool with the gold helmets, man. Like, I just like different stuff, man, right? So I'm cool with it. But he didn't like it. You don't like it. Frank doesn't like it. Jesse doesn't like it. All the people that I put online, for the most part, on social media, they don't like it either. So, you know, <laughs> they even put a thing. You see that change.org online? I ran this story on the news a couple of days ago. Change.org online, they're starting to petition to Bill Foley to get rid of the gold helmets. Yeah, that's, I did see that, and we, we touched upon that a, a little bit earlier. That's that's crazy stuff, man. Brian Salmon, News 3. All right, uh, for our, our locals here, man, uh, tell us uh, how they can uh, look at this coverage tonight and what you got coming up tonight. Uh, please do. Probably right now, live on television, Jesse Merritt is live talking about this game. I can see him nodding his head, and he just wrapped up his live shot. But we will be live from Lake Tahoe at the 5 o'clock show. I'll be on there. 6 o'clock show, right around 6.05. Then again during sports at 6.40. We'll be talking about it. We'll be talking about it at 10 o'clock on the CW and 11 o'clock on Channel 3. All going coverage to the wall on the Vegas Golden Knights here in Tahoe. And then, of course, the game tomorrow at noon and then the postgame show immediately following the game live on Channel 3. Please check us out. We'll have some great coverage for you guys. All right. So, so, Brian, I have to ask you, if the VGK can't find a coach and get enough money for him to jump in the lake, what's it going to take to get you to go in there? Because, you know, <laughs> when TC was in Green Bay and me back in Chicago, people that do that are just known as members of the Polar Bear Club. That's true. The, the Polar yeah. Challenge, baby. Yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Polar Bear Club or the Vegas Golden Knights, they need to come up with about six zeros to get me in that lake. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what. I don't see B. Sal getting in, in that lake on an 80-degree day there in Lake Tahoe. I don't see him getting in the pool over here at the Cosmopolitan. I sure in the heck don't think that that guy is going to be going, uh, you know, dipping into an ice-cold Lake Tahoe. B. Sal don't want nothing to do with that water, right, right, Brian? No, man. I've got on long johns right now. <laughs> Uh, no, sir. Not going to be able to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, man, before I let you go, you probably heard us talking about the uh, Carson Wentz trade. Uh, give us your feedback oh, yeah. about that. Man, how about that Carson Wentz trade? Like, you already know I've got Philadelphia ties as well, man. Like, my mom and dad both grew up that's in I'm, Philadelphia. That's why my I'm asking you. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so, um, I think that it's great that Carson Wentz got out of Philadelphia. I think it's great that the Colts got him. That whole reunion with Frank Wright, maybe he can work his magic. Um, but I think as, as far as who won that trade, the Eagles absolutely, unequivocally won that trade. Um, 
unless Carson Wentz turns into an MVP candidate like he did that year that he got hurt. Other than that, the Eagles won that trade. They, they pulled a Danny Ainge. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, my man, we'll let you go, man. Uh, make sure you send me some food pictures uh, tonight, okay? Like I said, if you, need, if you need some restaurant tips, man, you and Jesse, like I said, I'll point you in the right direction there, okay? I got you covered, TC, man. I'll send you some food pics for sure. <laughs> there you go. Right, make sure you include that French onion soup because oh. TC's just jonesing for that. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one of the best. Friday station up at the top, man. You were there last night. That cracks me up. That's hilarious. That's a, that's... Oh, I had a crab cake. I had a crab cake. Really? If I'm eating soup, I'm eating clam chowder. And well, you can get that on Fridays, too. You can get that right there. Okay. No doubt about it. Are you okay. kidding me? Jeez. Okay. Unbelievable. All right. But I apologize. I apologize. No, you're all good, man. <laughs> Watch B-Sal News 3 uh, tonight. You can check him out tonight. And, again, the game tomorrow right here on uh, Channel 3 locally, 12 noon, Golden Knights and the Avalanche. All right, brother, be good, and we'll talk to you next week. My guy, TC, Frankie, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. Have a good night. Take care, right, brother. Stay warm, man. There you go. There he is, live on the scene. We take you live on the scene. See, what, last two weeks ago, we were live on the scene at Raymond James Stadium, you know, on the show here before the Super Bowl. Here we go, right well, yeah, there. Yesterday, we were live on the scene down in Texas with Houston Nuts. That's right. Oh, the bad weather. Jeez. You know? <laughs> who, who would have thought that when this outdoor game was taking place in Tahoe, that the weather would be worse down in Texas than it is in Tahoe? Yeah, I know. That is true. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Looking forward to that. They, right. They're actually canceling hockey games in Texas right now because of the weather. The Stars have missed four games. I know. <laughs> and they build an outdoor rink in Tahoe to play one. Ah, 2021. Oh, everybody that said 2020, glad when that's over. How much has it changed? I'm telling you, exactly. <laughs> I thought that when the calendar flipped, boom, it's just like that. But, yeah, I mean, come on. And we're, we're here at the Cosmopolitan Sportsbook, the William Hill Sportsbook, and I'm watching a race right now with big-time snow coming down right now. And it's one of the few on the East Coast that's actually playing because it, if you're looking up there, you're seeing there's at least half a dozen, and I think it's more tracks than that, that have just yeah. canceled racing today because of the conditions. And the two-horse just paid $6.60. There you go. <laughs> it was a four-to-one shot. There you go. Or, I'm sorry, two-to-one shot. Yeah, there you go. All right, we'll be back here at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. It is the T.C. Martin Show live on a frantic Friday. All right, let me put some water on your ball. More from the master debater. The doctor, T.C. Martin. You'll never know what comes out of this guy's mouth. We're live from the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas on a Friday. It's all happening here. We're here every Friday, Monday through Friday, in studio 2 to 4 p.m., and the beat goes on, non-stop to the break of dawn. We've got my man here. I got TXR, who's hanging out. He's an avid listener of the show. He's hanging out here doing some handicapping. He's watching the show. He's a, he's a performer here on the strip here in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. I told him I'd give him a little bit of love here. Yes, TXR, what's happening, my man? What's up, my GTC Martin, man? We popping right now. What's going on, man? Man, just catching a vibe, man. Friday, a little <laughs> afternoon going into the evening. All right. Just taking a little break. I just put in a little bit for the first for the first quarter. So, so TXR is not only a, a rapper, but he's a handicapper as well, too. Yes, now, before, before I let you give out your picks, my man, you, you better give a little ba- background here. Why, why should people believe that they should get on your picks? Man, 
I played play basketball all my life growing up. I've been watching the game. You know, I seen Antoine Walker talk about the game the other morning. I'm like, Antoine Walker? I ain't heard of Antoine Walker in a minute. You know, so I'm like, I'm a basketball head, man, for real. I know about everybody. Carlos Arroyo. You know what I'm saying? Speedy Claxton. Speedy Claxton. They don't know about Speedy Claxton. There's a Speedy Claxton sighting here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, where are you from originally? Um, I was born out here. Okay. Yeah, my dad, he was in the Air Force. Okay. So I grew up in Oklahoma City. You're a military brat, huh? Yes, sir. Okay, brat. that's all good, man. Definitely. So so, t so tell people what you do on the strip, man. I rap, I freestyle. Everybody walking by to the tours. Okay. You know, to the betters. Super Bowl weekend was a good weekend. Everybody won money on Brady. And I was just out there, man, just rapping about it. Okay. Just taking it all in, man. You know, it's real quality. All right. Vegas, so, so, give, so give us your picks, man. Who who you like tonight, man? Yeah, NBA, college hoop, what do you got? Uh, I bet on NBA, man. I've been watching a lot of NBA. I haven't really been watching college like I used to. But I like, I like the Warriors versus the Magic. Okay. For sure. Cover that point spread. The Bulls and the Sixers. I don't know about that game. Every time I bet on the Bulls, they lose. That's a, that's a bad basketball team, man. Do, my old motto is, do not ask a bad team to do good things for you. Yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. <laughs> so it's probably probably have to go with the 76ers, man. But that point spread is nine. Uh -huh. You know, I don't know about that point spread. It, it, the Bulls lost last game. They might come back fighting in Philly, you know? You, you know, the hottest, hottest team in the NBA right now is the Utah Jazz. You're yeah. laying five and a half against the Clips tonight, man. You on that, are you on yeah, that I game? Got them, I got them five and a half versus the Clips. All right. Is Kawhi Leonard and Paul George back? Uh, Paul George, I don't think, is back. Yeah. Yeah, I got them against the Clippers for okay. sure. All right. I got them in the first half as well. All right, TXR in the mix. All TXR, right, man. So, man. so let's see, let's see. Quake, if, if if you can get one of our jams there, one one of our opens, we'll, we'll let uh, TXR uh, give us a little bit of flavor here. How's that? That's that's cool. I can do that. All right, you know you, you, you can keep it relatively clean. Definitely. Of man. course that's you can. All right, Quake, Mixmaster Quake, back in the studio, man. Yeah. G give 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 us a little uh, little something that the TXR can uh, can rap to here. Yeah, give a little flavor in the Cosmo. Oh, there we go. TXR in the house, TC Marcho, bust a move. Yeah. Hey, 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 yeah. I said we betting on the game. Get me a drink at the bar. Sipping the waitress, we on. Is this the beat for me right here? Okay, that's your beat. Keep going. It's nothing. TXR, I'm on with the substance. The longevity got the picks. The NBA, betting on the game. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. See how he is. He's coming back in four weeks, bro. Better be careful on the calf. But it's the Achilles, man. Yeah, they trying to be slick. Trying to play it off like it's the calf. But it's not. Ha. Betting on the calves versus the Nuggets. Man, the Nuggets can't keep that point spread at all. Nine points versus Cavs at, in Cleveland. No. All right, man. There it is. The Cavs, all right. TXR, man. Thank, thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, you uh, man. stopping by, hanging out. TC Martin Show. What's good? It's TXR. There you go, man. We're here every Friday, brother, as you know. There it is. Let's go. All, all good. There Let's it is. Go. Let's go. So, so, so when you are performing on the strip, where can people see you out and um, about? Man, I'm right here on the bridge, right between the Cosmopolitan and the Aria, man. Yeah. Right here. That's it. I see him on the walkway, man. When you know, when too bad we're not going over to T-Mobile Arena for any of these games, because that's hey. the spot, you know. Hey, bro. Pretty soon I'm gonna be rocking the T-Mobile Arena out. All right, you know man. What I'm saying.
right. Definitely. Maybe you'll be old, heading over there for some conference basketball games. This is true, man. We Definitely, hope so. Man. We're going to hope so. Performing at halftime, all of that. All right, man. You know what's up. All right. Thanks a lot, brother. TC Martin Show. It's TXR. Thanks for having me. You got it, man. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. See, we, we give a little love to the regulars when they're coming, you know. One week it's Miss Saskatchewan. Next week it's TXR. Uh, where's uh, where's Moneyline? We haven't seen Moneyline last few weeks. Where's he been? I don't know. You know, I, 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 I hope he's okay. I think he's performing somewhere else too. I hope he's been cashing them tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Moneyline can give, but it can take us away. This is true. All right, we got some boxing and some UFC as well. One of the best fights of the year is taking place tomorrow night here at the MGM uh, Conference Center. Top ranked boxing. It's on ESPN and ESPN Plus. You've got to check it out. It is uh, the battle of two Mexican greats. Uh, Miguel Burchelt against Oscar Valdez headlines a stacked top-ranked boxing show, like we said, tomorrow night at the MGM Grand. Burchelt, 38-1, 34 knockouts. He's the WBC junior lightweight champion. He's defended the title six times, Frank, and he is definitely the real deal. And Oscar Valdez, who we actually saw here at the Cosmopolitan in one of his last fights, He's undefeated, 28-0, 22 knockouts. He was also on that same uh, card here at the Cosmopolitan with, uh, with Carl Frampton. And uh, former featherweight world champion, had six straight title defenses himself. He has moved up to 130 pounds uh, last year. He's had uh, two TKOs. So Valdez and Burchelt, two of Bob Arum's uh, uh, nice lighter weight guys, and they're going head-to-head. Uh, this is going to be one heck of a fight. And I'm going to call it right now. This has all the makings of fight of the year for 2021. Now, Burchell's a pretty big favorite on this. Um, so if you were wagering on this fight, yeah. would you take that? Or what do you think about the nine-and-a-half round prop bet? Because Birch, uh, that's a, uh, you know, minus 145 plus 125 on the other side of it. So are, are you one of those round prop bet guys? Is this going to go the distance if it's going to be fight of the year? Or would you just bet on the fighters themselves? Well, tradition. I, I do do both, uh, but I obviously I will I will bet on the the fighter himself more than I will on a round prop. Only if the round prop stands out, and in this case, it kind of does. I think this is a distance fight because you're talking about two world champions here, okay? And the thing with Valdez, he's moved up in, in weight a little bit, and that's why I think Burchelt is probably the side to bet on. See, in, in boxing, laying minus three thirty is really not that big of a favorite. It, again, he's very rare do you get like pick em fights and we see so many fights that are you know minus 500 minus a thousand minus two thousand the crazy stuff so minus 330 and i'm sure some valdez money will probably come in here and maybe bring this line down closer to uh, when the fight goes off tomorrow night but i like burchell i think he's bigger he's definitely stronger um, when you look at valdez he's trained tra- he's changed trainers he's going with canelo alvarez's trainer now uh Eddie Reynoso, he's kind of making him more into a boxer counterpuncher. Uh, so I think this goes over nine and a half. So if I'm betting, I'll take Burchell and, and lay it. But uh, again, for entertainment purposes only, if you want more of a kind of a pick em type of a thing, I'd say over nine and a half because you have two world class fighters and uh, this thing goes the distance. Well, yeah, and you mentioned the fact that minus uh, 330 isn't that big of a line in boxing. If you're a UFC fan or something else, that does seem like a pretty big, good-sized favorite out there. But you don't have to look any farther than, you know, a week and uh, the next weekend coming up when Canelo does fight, then you see what a real heavy favorite yeah, exactly. is. exactly. I know you've been looking at the UFC card. Why don't you uh, give a winner on that if you got it? 
Well, you know, uh, uh, first off, uh, I know four fighters didn't make weight, including Rafael Elvez, who came in 11 and a half pounds overweight, which is, I mean, that's basically saying a couple of days before the fight, I'm not going to make weight till the hell with that. I don't even care. I'll just take the fine. I don't really understand that. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to see um, Derek Lewis, uh, the beast, he comes out, uh, you know, and uh, he's a plus 370 on the card. So he's got that puncher's chance. He has a knockout chance in it. I don't know if he can win this fight. But if he does connect, especially at the heavyweights, again, while it might not be a big line in boxing, it is in UFC, so maybe take a shot at that one there. Uh, I haven't looked at the entire card up and down, but uh, I'm excited for it and looking at that. But uh, again, at plus 370, a guy like Lewis, he's knowing when he hits you, he can put you to sleep. So maybe if you're looking for a long shot. All right. Great sports weekend, 12.30 tonight, Australian Open final, Naomi Osaka. Going against Jennifer Brady, looking forward to that. We've got boxing, we've got UFC, we've got college basketball, the NBA. It's all happening here. If you miss any part of the show, go to the website at tcmartinshow.com. Have yourself a good one, Frank. I appreciate uh, you being here today, along with Double B, Brian Benowitz, and also a Sam Gordon, who joined us uh, as well, too. And uh, TXR, my man, hanging out as well. Quake back in the studio, and Numchuck here making it all happen as well, too. If you miss any part of the show, like we said, go to the website. The interviews, everything's up there at tcmartinshow.com.